Hey everybody, happy Monday and welcome to the C-Note Audio Extravaganza. I'm trying to make that more Spanish every time. Extravaganza! I'm kind of, my, if my dad heard it, he'd feel like I was mocking him. <laughs> uh, C-Note here, aka Christian Rivera, and uh, yeah, welcome. I hope you're having a good Monday so far. It's 7.16am on the West Coast, so many of you might not even be awake. Um, though, and the weird thing about being on the West Coast, to me, is that, like, I am fully aware that, like, the rest of the world is awake, and it kind of bugs me. Not that I want to wake up sooner, but it's, like, I would rather wake up on that other coast, I guess. <laughs> uh, for that reason. I love being on the West Coast, but, uh, in terms of productivity, it's been a little bit difficult over here. There's a time shift and a mentality shift. It's all very, very different and uh, kind of a difficult thing to work through. Um, I had a whole like intro kind of worked out and then when you start doing it, uh, everything just kind of goes out the window. That's why like, even if I was reading off of like a teleprompter, it would probably not go very well. I, I usually am, I'm just a very off the cuff kind of person. So uh, this is just kind of how it goes. But today, I did have a topic I wanted to discuss. Today I wanted to talk about the positive power of negativity. <laughs> it's uh, a little bit contradictory, but but I wanted to introduce this as an idea, as a thought, that is um, something that I've been doing since I was a kid, but also aware that there is kind of like a larger thought or other people that have considered this, and um, I kind of took those ideas and coalesced them into this this notion of the positive power of negativity. And what is it, do you say, is um, something that involves sort of sinking into a negative space or a negative thought about a, a level of safety or a level of... Um, comfort that allows you to both appreciate the things you have and both realize that some of the things you have are not as important as you think they are. Um, it's really a way to reestablish value in your life. It's kind of a way to audit, audit the things that you care about and um, audit yourself actually and audit your perspective on the things that you care about. Um, so I think that stuff is, is important. Um, and before I dive into that, uh, I would like to note that I checked out the watch feature on the Facebook app thing. Um, I don't know, it doesn't seem like there's much there yet, so really not too much to talk about, but I wanted to kind of bring that back since that's kind of like a part of the narrative that I'm talking about a little bit. Um, and also wanted to briefly, and I know I'm jumping subjects and it's kind of wildly inappropriate, but... <laughs> um, I, I wanted to quickly touch on what happened yesterday in Charlottesville and how unfortunate it is and um, and you know I, I hope we kind of retain perspective on that and not just ignore it and um, hopefully we can have better conversations with each other about it and not necessarily divide each other uh, any further and realize that um, in some spaces nuance is appropriate and in other spaces it isn't. Uh, you know, I've been having some discussions with people who are um, seemingly defending the actions of some people and um, 
and I, I know I know because I'm I'm more practiced in nuance that they aren't um, but now more than ever I think people are thinking more surface level and I think we just need to be a little bit more careful of of how we are using our words uh, particularly when it comes to friends and family and loved ones um, the amount of division on that local level is very very upsetting um, and I hope we can find better ways to communicate with each other uh, which is why I think Anchor is amazing because we can actually talk to one another as opposed to throwing insults via text or assuming someone's context based on a text-based conversation anyway so when I say that I'm going to discuss the power of negativity uh, the positive power of negativity I want to iterate that it's not going to be a negative discussion and um, you know, we're still going to try to, we're going to have a good day here. So don't worry. Let's go. Drums, so the first part of this discussion as it pertains to the power of the positive power of negativity is to consider our value when it comes to stuff the physical things we own to our home to our TV to our watches to our sneakers or shoes clothes things of that nature like think about what would happen or how you would feel if you lost those things um, does your is your attachment so strong that it would ruin you I think in most cases no I think those things are replaceable uh, at the end of the day it'll take some time and it'll be devastating but I think there is power in thinking of it in advance so that when when and or if that moment comes, if you were robbed, your house burnt down, somebody stole something from you, that you're better equipped to handle the situation, that you can think ahead of what your next steps would be and not be caught off guard if that sort of thing happens. Meaning, if somebody broke into your car and stole your laptop, how would you approach that situation? Would you sit there by your car and just sob for two hours and not really know what to do? Or would you be able to repurpose what you've already considered? I'm in a five minute slowdown. All right, thanks Google. <laughs> um, or would you be able to take a moment to, to utilize what you've already considered about that moment or about a similar situation that you've considered and realize that, okay, I need to take a breath, I need to think about what I need to do next. I need to call the police, or I need to call the manufacturer and find a way, maybe I can get it replaced, or call the insurance company, call whatever, or, or, or gather whatever information you can about the scene, about the situation, take pictures, things like that. Kind of find ways to be proactive and productive in the situation instead of sobbing and being upset and yes you're of course you're allowed to be upset you should be upset in that situation if somebody stole something from you or burnt your house down 
you should absolutely work through those emotions. But also at the same time, if you're able to work through work through those emotions or work through that scenario in advance, um, in an appropriate setting, then um, you would be better equipped to handle that. Now I know there are negatives to this, which is funny to have a negative side to the power of negativity. Um, but that's what I'm going to discuss in the third session, um, third segment rather. Um, they, I should have labeled that in advance actually. So let me go back and say that this first one is obviously if you are, you've already, you've already heard, ugh, stumbling over my words, as you've already heard, this first segment is more about stuff. The second is about people in your life. And the third is sort of like how you could end up going the wrong way by, by taking this too far. So again, uh, to, to circle back again, this first notion about stuff, it allows us to sort of disconnect ourselves from our stuff in a way. It allows us to value ourselves and value the positive things that we have in our life. So if we were to lose our house, you know, you look at it in a positive way, like, okay, I have my health, all of my kids are okay, my dogs are fine, everybody made it out okay. And granted, that's in a scenario where that happens. If it's worse and you do lose a life, um, that's going to be something I'll discuss in the next segment, section, session, segment, segment, yes, segment. Still getting used to the vernacular. <laughs> um, in the next segment. Um, but if it's a case where only stuff is lost, then you can have a greater appreciation for the things that weren't lost uh, and realize that that stuff is replaceable. And if anything, and in, in so many cases where like I've been doing design work for years and I forgot to hit save and I've lost hours of work, often I go back and I redo it and find that I've made it better than it was before. Um, so there's, there's that aspect as, as well. So taking the time not really taking time out of your day, kind of like where Zen Buddhists take the time to meditate. It's sort of like allow yourself maybe moments before you go to bed or if you're a person that is equipped to handle that, that kind of intense thought, to sort of allow, kind of allow yourself to go down that hole and, um, but be able, it's kind of like spelunking, allow yourself to get out of it. So I very much realize that this is a difficult topic to discuss because uh, a lot of people don't like going down that sort of hole. They don't like having negativity in their life. But I also feel that if you lean too far into the neg into the positive side, meaning if everything's just roses and butterflies, then when the clouds come, you may not be equipped to deal with it. And that's the reality of life, that life is fair in the sense that there are ebbs and flows that not everything is unfortunately not everything is created equal that not everything will always be roses and amazing um, that there is an, an inevitable and in there is an inevitability when it comes to life and good times and bad times um, you know uh, it's I don't think it is helpful to ignore the idea that we all are going to die one day. Um, it's not helpful to ignore that we'll lose people close to us, that you could at some point have your house burnt down. You could at some point 
lose your job. You could at some point lose your boyfriend or girlfriend. Uh, you could yourself develop a disease and not be able to live the same life that you've been used to living. Um, and for that reason, to think about those things allows us to not take life for granted. Um, to be aware of the realities of life allows us to not take those things for granted. And I understand that sometimes that puts us into a deep depression, um, but at the same time, it is a tool, and I'm saying it's a tool because it is not the method, but it is a method if you feel like you have the will to be able to take it, to, to understand it for what it is. And I would not suggest really going down this hole unless you're aware of what you're doing, if you're aware that you're doing it consciously to provide value to your life, to, to provide subliminal value to your life, to realize that you're not taking your kids, your family, your wife, your, your job, your status in life for granted um, by imagining what would happen if those things are gone um, and realizing that it's really about mitigating that moment in life when somebody passes away and you're standing over their coffin and you say, man, I wish I did this. I wish I did that. And it's not a matter of like, I, I, I guess that wasn't the best phrasing, but what I, what I essentially mean <clears throat> is to make sure that we're giving each other the proper amount of love and attention. I don't mean quit your job so you can spend time with your family every single moment of every single day, but I mean to have an appreciation for them and their existence of every moment that you have with them. Meaning, if you have only two hours a day with your kids, you need to make every moment, every one of those moments matter. I don't mean quit your job in order to do that because you have your job in order to take care of them, but to cherish those moments wholeheartedly as opposed to coming home and being tired and ignoring them. Um, there are plenty of people, particularly men, I'll, I'll, I'll say that, that will come home from work, grab a beer, hide in their bedrooms and ignore existence. Um, I've done that and I'm not gonna lie that I have definitely done that, but I also do that to allow myself to have those moments um, so that when I do spend time with my niece and nephew and my wife, that I appreciate those moments that much more. Um, so I, I think it's important to realize that there is, there is a finite amount of time that we have with people. Um, and it's not, and, and even with ourselves, that we shouldn't take those moments for granted. And even imagining the loss of someone will better equip us to handle those moments, but also not feel a sense of regret when that time comes. And you can say, I've loved you and I appreciate the time we had together, as opposed to, I, I wish we had more. So I know this topic is very heavy, but I think it's an important one to have. I think it's important for us to consistently reevaluate the meaning of things in our lives and to look at things that don't matter and make sure that they don't actually control us. I mean, it's, it's nice to have stuff and to strive for things, 
and have goals, um, but to let us to let it ruin us and let it ruin our families um, is really what I'm trying to avoid. Um, I want us to put more value in our our friendships, our people, and our lives, and each other, and to make sure that you know when we are having these intense discussions about politics that we're putting the value over of lives and each other over our nonsense, over the things that don't matter as much, over the things that we don't have control of. Um, so the one fear that I have is, is someone taking this idea and really soaking in it. Meaning if you're, instead of like imagining a fear of losing your house, you decide to live in that fear meaning becoming paranoid, meaning, you know, locking and bolting the doors and worried that someone's going to rob you. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that imagine how you would feel if that were to happen, but don't live in that fear. It's kind of like spelunking into negativity as opposed to jumping into a, a hole and having to climb out. Uh, it's, it's the willingly going in there that's the difference. It's the, the willingness to reassess and to look at our lives and wonder about what value, what, what, what value everything has in our lives. Um, and I get it. I know it's difficult and I'm sorry that to, to throw such a heavy topic at you on a Monday, but it's important. I think it's important because at the top of the week for me is always a time to make sure I am looking at the week and what I'm doing and reassessing the value of life and the things that we have that we're doing and the time that we're spending. I mean, if we're spending time doing things that we hate, then sometimes maybe that negative notion, thinking about the fact that like, what if I lost my mother tomorrow and I didn't talk to her uh, or the last conversation I had with her was not a good one. Um, how do I mitigate that? I would call her right away and say, Hey, I love you. This is, this is stupid. <laughs> I want to make sure that we're on good terms and maybe not necessarily have to resolve the issue that you were having, but to have that discussion and make sure that every situation you're leaving, you're leaving on a positive note and you're making sure that you're not you're not taking anything for granted. You're not leaving it for tomorrow. You're not leaving the time that you want to spend with somebody for tomorrow. The the reconciliation you want to have with somebody, you're not leaving it for tomorrow. Because there may not be a tomorrow. There may not be a five minutes from now. And I know that is a scary, paranoid way to think of it. But there's a lot of truth to it. And I think we need to live our lives that way. And now another side of it is escapism. I don't want someone to use this as an excuse to run away from their lives. Meaning it's a very popular sort of millennial thing. And I hate to call out a specific subset of people, but it's a very popular young people thing to take every bit of your student loan or take every bit of money that you have saved up and go on a vacation to Europe and say it's life experience and kind of leave yourself in a hole or run away from your life. And um, I do say on one hand, while you're in your 20s, and if you do have that opportunity, sure, go do it, enjoy yourself. But, uh, but if you have responsibilities, 
I would say that it's it's not about escaping them and living quote unquote life to the fullest. It's more about putting value in your everyday life. It's more about because you know when you come back from vacation, what do you have? You have to go back to life. You have to get a job. Sometimes you have to work harder because you took that vacation. So it's a matter of like reassessing your value and looking at the things around you every day and appreciating them every single day. So if you did listen to this all the way through, I hope you got some value out of it or you kind of understood what I was going for. Um, I think it's easy to misinterpret, so I would appreciate and encourage asking questions to sort of work through it. I would love to reiterate something that maybe you didn't quite understand, but at the end of the day, if I could distill it into one thought, it is about finding any method you can to audit your life and appreciate the value in the things that matter, which is typically people versus stuff. I mean, you can appreciate the things you have and the tools you have to create the things that you love to create, um, but to spend your entire life focused on getting that sports car and honestly when you get that sports car you might end up striving for something else um, so it's really about taking things seriously and not taking them for granted because even when you do get everything you want in life because of our human nature we are always striving for more things and I think it's a matter of learning to not let those things overtake you to appreciate what you have because what you have is hopefully what you've wanted and what you strove for in life and I think anyone can appreciate it at any status in life um, whether you have things or you don't have things I think if even if you're a homeless person you can find a way to put something in perspective now I assume if you're homeless you're not listening to this but I think that is maybe a thought someone has is like what about homeless people? What about people who have difficult lives? What about people who have nothing? Uh, well, you have existence. You have your life. You have your health, hopefully. If you don't have your health, you've probably got something that you appreciate and enjoy. Um, really, the only thing that you can have that isn't joyful is death. You can have such little things in life and appreciate them um, as opposed to always looking at the negativity in life, you know, looking at your, your family and saying, man, I wish I could have done better. Like that sucks. You know, <laughs> it's like, that's, that's how you take things for granted. You know, there's so many times where men cheat on their wives or women cheat on their husbands and they realize that it wasn't worth it, that they go through this spiral of saying like, ah, they're so difficult. And you get involved in something new and exciting and you end up ruining something that you took years to build. Um, you know, so it's, I mean, look, some people have gone that route and had a happy life. I'm not saying one is morally correct or not, but I think before you even any go anywhere near that, you should reassess the value you have in your situation and, and how your life is and really find find as many ways to appreciate things as possible it is 
I've spent a lot of my life striving towards things, getting stuff. And it's really only lately where I'm like, eh, I mean, it doesn't matter. I've got, I've got enough. I've got enough. Um, to where, like, I don't need the fanciest car. Yeah, it would be rad. I would love it. But I'm not going to let it control me. If I get to the point in my life where I do amass that kind of wealth through any, any kind of means, um, I'm going to give in to that stuff. Of course, I'm going to buy me a nice car. But at this stage in my life, I'm not going to let it ruin my appreciation for my little blue Mazda 3. Because I love this car. It's nothing super fancy, but it's my car. <laughs> um, you know, my, my house is my house. My wife is amazing. I love her dearly. Um, and to, you know, it, it, even I've taken that for granted. I've taken so many things for granted. So I'm speaking from a place of experience um, more than anything. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap this up in the, the next segment here. But um, I'm mostly just spitballing a lot because I think it's important for us to, to take the time to appreciate all the little things in our lives, and um, for that, I think we can have a better, more focused life, and not worry about the things that don't matter so much. So I hope you got something positive out of it. I know that was a deep whirlwind of like existential craziness, but that's kind of how I think, and I I hope it's a topic that we can see. I wanted to go into like such a heavy topic early in the week so that we can kind of appreciate. The more lighthearted topics when we have them, and the more lighthearted things in life when we have them. Uh, tonight, I'm going to a baseball game to see the Phillies in town. I only go see them once a year because they are only in San Diego once a year. Um, sometimes they're in Phoenix or whatever, but they've been pretty terrible this year, so I haven't really taken the time to even watch them too much. But I, I love baseball, so I'm excited to go to the game, excited to have a good time with some friends and my wife, and um, I think it'll be great and the family. And uh, I think it'll be a good time for uh, for everybody. It'll be it's a thing to look forward to. Uh, I got some fun things to do at work, so I'm going to spend the time doing that, hanging out with the people that I enjoy with at work as well. And um, I hope you can find joy in the little things in life. If you're if you're living a life that isn't very joyous, um, you know maybe doing some kind of audit like that. Maybe it's the negative route, or maybe it's just looking at the things that you do have as opposed to wishing that you had something you don't will help you find a bit of perspective and allow you, allow you to move forward. Um, I think often often that, that strive for the things we don't have doesn't allow us to move forward. It can be very arresting. Even more so arresting than imagining our mother dying. As crazy as that sounds. Um, it depends on how your brain chemistry works and how your perspective is, but it's something to consider. I'm not saying you have to do this power of posi positive negativity thing, the positive power of negativity. I'm not saying you have to go this route. It's a suggestion. I think it's um, a nice way to put things into perspective. And, um, you know, for me, I've, I, I talk about it because I've often had no choice. Uh, I've been very, very much aware of my, my mortality since I was a kid because of my depression and uh, manic issues and things like that throughout my life. I'm very aware that one bad day could make me end it all. And it makes me appreciate 
all of the time that I do have, every little moment that I have, all of the things that I have in life. And so that, unfortunately, if that day comes, which I fight very, 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 very hard to not allow that to happen, um, that I don't think it would be... Um, I, th I think I would still have lived a fulfilled life. Or if I were to, to die tomorrow, I'm pretty content. So, it's cool. <laughs> but I'm totally happy living another 30, 40 years. Totally down with that. No problem there. There's plenty to do. There's plenty to experience. Um, and plenty of love to be given and appreciated and shown. So, with that, uh, with uh, all that heavy, 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 heavy stuff, I hope you have been able to get something out of it. And um, if you would like to talk more about it, if you are not on Anchor and you're listening to the podcast version of this, feel free to reach out to me at Rival My Design on Twitter and Instagram. My Instagram is now public, so feel free to message me there and we can chat, whether it be about business or podcasting. And uh, we can discuss these topics and more over there. Or if you are on Anchor, uh, I would appreciate if you could give a call in and let me know what you think about this topic, if you have any further thoughts. Um, I know that it's a heavy topic, so you'll likely have more than a minute of things to say. Feel free to do either multiple call-ins or echo it on your station, and then I will echo your response. Um, and we could do that. That's one way to do it. So with that, I appreciate you. I appreciate this life that we have. And I hope that you can find a way to appreciate yours despite any kind of difficulty that you're going through. And I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful, fantastic day. I will catch you on the next one.